It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Let's check in with Brett the Vet of Veterinary Associates to hear more about some of his adventures with our four-legged friends. Here's Roy Hatfield. It is that time once again, time for Ask Brett the Vet. Sorry, ladies, he's off the market now. The uh, <laughs> recently married Dr. Brett Ellis of Veterinary Associates, uh, just off of his, uh, I guess we called it last week, hometown honeymoon. Doc, how yeah. are you? I am excellent. It was uh, a wonderful week uh, just to recuperate from all the uh, the, the, the goings on going on. And uh, it was very nice just to, uh, well, I was just saying, um, Nice thing about a staycation is you don't have to pack, you don't have to drive anywhere, you don't have to unpack, uh, you don't have a lot of laundry to do when you get back. You got your laundry all done because you've been home for a week, and uh, uh, you don't have to you know travel back and clean up, and it, it it puts another you know two or three days on your vacation time. So. Uh, and all that stressful stuff in between. So yeah, it's, uh, so so yeah. it's got some positives to it. I like it. You know, I, I think the the key is you have to have the uh, uh, social distancing going on, or otherwise people come visit you, or you go visit people, and it's not much of a staycation. But when you have to stay home, um, it, it can be a lot of fun. There you go. So uh, Dr. Brett Ellis joining us on a Thursday on Real Roots Radio. Time for Ask Brett the Vet. And uh, Doc, I know you had a uh, very uh, special animal uh, that uh, unfortunately uh, had to be put down this week. Yeah, this is uh, his name is Rigby, and he lived in Yellow Springs. And uh, you know, I've seen a lot of amazing dogs uh, through my twenty years here. And uh, but this was kind of special because he was uh, you know one hundred and fifty pounds Saint Bernard. Didn't know a stranger, but like literally didn't know a stranger because uh, if they took him to Young's Dairy, the cows would come from the pasture and see the dog, and they would put their head through the gate to like just touch the dog. You know, uh, they showed me pictures of this. I didn't witness this, but they showed me pictures of the cows herding around this dog, and then they showed me a picture of the dog and the donkey at a tree farm over in New Lebanon. Um, the donkey loved this dog. Go there to pick out their, their tree farm or their Christmas trees that every year that the donkey would look forward to seeing. And the donkeys hate dogs, so they will kill dogs typically. As, and the bigger they are, the more they don't like them. Um, so they, uh, uh, you know, another amazing thing. And this dog had friends in the neighborhood that were dogs. Cats would come by and visit Rigby. Um, uh, floppy-eared rabbit. He had a friend that he would go play with. He would play with a rabbit, and the rabbit didn't run scared from him, and he didn't do anything to the rabbit. And they didn't, like, play. Like, they didn't toss a ball back and forth, but they would sit there and exchange breasts and, you know, smell each other and look at each other. And if the rabbit went back into his cage, Rigby would stomp his foot on the ground, and the rabbit would come back out. So um, it was pretty amazing. Uh, I euthanized him at his house last night. And uh, he had a um, uh, bone tumor in his uh, in his uh, front um, near his wrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's not fortunately not an uncommon thing that we see with with giant breed dogs. But um, he was eight years old. He had a good life, and and uh, they made the right decision to. There's not much you can do with this tumor. There's not chemo doesn't work. You can amputate it, but he already had a kind of a bad back and. Uh, you take a, a one limb off of a 150-pound quadruped, that life gets hard, especially when they are compensating. You know, you've certainly seen three-legged dogs and three-legged cats, but they do a lot better when they're, you know, smaller. Uh, 
sometimes it's hard to tell when they're missing a limp, but uh, it doesn't really work very well for the big dogs. Uh, so they let them go peacefully, and it was very nice. And, and uh, so I just wanted to share that story about Rigby because he was a, certainly a special dog that, you know, they're all special. But uh, to, to, for a dog to be liked by a donkey, there's something strange there uh, because donkeys just hate dogs. And this donkey didn't like any other dog. It only liked Rigby. So uh, that was uh, pretty cool. That special bond, uh, you know, that animal sense uh, that, that we just don't have, it it, yeah. it it is pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah, and you wonder, like, you know, why, how, why, 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 why do the cows like this dog, and why did the donkey like this dog, and why did the rabbit like this dog, and you know, how, what is the characteristics that, um, you know, should he run for office? So many people <laughs> like it, you just don't know. <laughs> Doctor Brett Ellis joining us on uh, Real Roots Radio. Ask Brett the vet. Uh, I know that uh, you are going to be getting out and about here in just a little bit. Yeah, Dad and I are heading over to Dark County Fairgrounds. Uh, there's a trainer over there with, uh, that likes doing chiropractic on his horses, and uh, his current chiropractor is, is out, of, out of the area or not coming back. So um, we are uh, going to go there and combine my dad's 55 years experience and, and my 20 years, and we're going to try to help these horses run better with less drugs and, and, uh, and uh, less likely to get injured. Uh, that's part of the part of you know chiropractic that's needed and the acupuncture is that you know you you feel more but you hurt less um, you're more aware of your surroundings and and uh less painful so those are two of the, the great things about those modalities that i really enjoy seeing so uh yeah it'd be fun go with that and uh, he's 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 kind of back out on his he, he he uh quarantined himself for the last six weeks <clears throat> and uh so uh monday he decided uh, he was just going to start riding, driving back to the training centers and the, the tracks and stuff like that, to, just to say hi to people and you know do some work and stuff like that. So uh, we're starting him back out slow, but it, he was a good boy for uh, for a long time to to sit there on his couch and uh, you know do his exercises and, and walk up and down the driveway to keep keep moving. But mm-hmm. uh, and now we're now we're heading back out on the road, so that's, that's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, up and about, and uh, hopefully more folks will be able to uh, get up and ad- about in the uh, weeks ahead uh, with everything that we have uh, going on with COVID-19. Speaking of our pets, a uh, another uh, a pet has tested positive. I think this time it was a dog in North Carolina. Yeah. I know they had a couple of cats in New York. Uh, but once again, this is uh, not a time to panic. Uh, right. Most likely these animals uh, received the coronavirus from their owners. Yes, well, in both cases, they were everybody in the house was infected with COVID nineteen. So, um, it's it's you know the thing you want to do is don't let your pets roam either because if somebody in the house is sick, um, you know, could that pet take it somewhere? It's highly unlikely, um, but you still would practice the same thing. You know, keep your your dogs on a leash. Keep uh, and if somebody is sick at home um, with with COVID. You want to keep the dog at home. Don't you know? Don't go visit your vet when you have somebody um, uh, that's sick at home. Don't take the dog in because that's more likely where that dog could act as a, a fomite or you know like uh, a doctor's tie as a fomite because they sneeze on it and they go and listen to somebody's chest and the t- you know tie drops down their on their uh, you know so that's one thing. But they. They've cultured doctors' ties, and those can be quite filthy. So, 
uh, fomites are things that are not alive that can carry it, but things that are alive can carry it too. So that would be the main concern. Uh, so you treat them like you would treat your child. And, and if you are sick and it's possible, you don't want to uh, keep that dog in the bed with you, which can be harder, easier said than done. You know, some dogs are in cats when you're sick, there's no place they want to be, but right next to you. So you just got to keep those things in mind, but none of these animals are getting super sick and there's no reason to get rid of your pets because you're afraid of them getting you sick. If you get COVID-19, it's not from your dog or your cat or your horse. Uh, you were exposed somewhere else. So keep that in mind. Don't panic. And uh, we still have a lot of great animals out there. If uh, folks uh, need some companionship in uh, times like these and you are able yes. to uh, get out to the shelters or uh, anything like that, uh, you know, might be something uh, worth considering. Yes, sir. Yep, absolutely. And uh, make sure you have a good relationship with a veterinarian, too. Uh, you know, because of these times with we have we, 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 we put six spots like in the morning we have like four or five six spots in the afternoon we have more six spots so we can get people in when they need to be seen and they're they're filled up before you know 9 a.m on most days so uh get a good relationship with a veterinarian so that you can have your pet seen when needed um certainly there is the emergency hospital but uh it's not cheap and uh uh you know for routine care things like that you know if you have a laceration you know and you went to the emergency clinic they're gonna probably call in a, a surgeon you're gonna pay you know, a lot more there. Um, and, and plus, you know, we're keeping business local and keeping people from traveling to other areas. It's a good idea. So we've been doing a, a bit more of those. And, uh, you know, and that's the thing with all small businesses is the personal relationships that we really value and look forward to. And, and that's the best way to do it because, you know, we're going to take care of our family before we're going to take care of, you know, somebody else. Um, and we'd love to have you as part of our family, but uh, that's got to start somewhere. So, right. Uh, so, you know, and if you if you have a veterinary relationship with somebody, that's that's great. But, uh, you know, uh, keep that going. And because uh, we've done some telemedicine cases with uh, iPhones. Uh, we're working on getting our website. Um, the website works for telemedicine right now. The problem is, is I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to train everybody else how to do it. So, uh, but that is something we'll hopefully be doing going forward. Because I think it's a great idea, especially for people that's, it's hard to get their pets in and, and we've already seen them for something and we can visualize them on the computer and, and see what's going on and make sure it's still likely that it's the same thing and prescribe a medication without, you know, getting the cat in the car, um, or, you know, bringing the 150 pound dog into the office. That's fearful. You know, so there are things that we could do with telemedicine that I think will be uh, very beneficial for all, uh, going forward. So that's, uh, some of the things we're, we're working on. Dr. Brett Ellis joining us on Real Roots Radio with uh, Ask Brett the Vet. Now, before we go, uh, you were telling me about, uh, was it a coronavirus test? Uh, that? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Ohio State University College of Veterinary Medicine, uh, they developed a test. This just was released, I think, Monday night. Um, and uh, the, the uh, test is the first test that uh, uses, um, they look for the... Um, uh, serum neutralizing antibodies of the body that you know so when you have a virus comes into your body you make these serum neutralizing protein and the more of those you have that are specific for the virus the, the better you are and it would also tell us that we're exposed and and healthy versus the test now just says you've been exposed but you don't know if you're shedding you don't know if you're protected 
and you don't know if your plasma or your serum could be used to treat somebody else that is sick because of the acute phase proteins that uh, the are at work at that time in the acute infection, you know, they can use your, your blood, the liquid part of your blood, to treat people who are sick with COVID because of those those proteins that they are lacking that you already have. Um, so it's exciting news, that, and the test is supposed to, it, at least 24 hours, uh, could be done sooner, uh, turnaround time. So that's great, and it seems to be an inexpensive test, and so now they're just ramping up production with approval. So, um, well, that, that'll be a great addition to uh, to the uh, the testing that we need to do to move forward as we are opening things up, the only way we're going to get back to any kind of normalcy is with testing and and uh, uh, tracking, right? And tracing. So that's that's going to be the key. It's not it's not going to be the same world it was, you know. And how are we going to go to a Buckeye football game um, with 110,000 friends uh, where you're shoulder to shoulder and spilling beer and screaming? Um, I, I have no idea how that's going to happen again, but. Um, you know, testing and tracing is going to be the way we get there if we can't get there. I was going to say, I would imagine we're going to have to have a vaccine for that to happen. But, you know, uh, I know there have been some positive news about vaccine in the last couple of days. And uh, mm-hmm. I saw uh, the good Dr. Fauci yesterday talking about a drug, I guess you would consider it uh, similar to Tamiflu uh, when it came to the coronavirus. It, it doesn't uh, cure it, but it will uh, shorten mm-hmm. shorten the uh, duration uh, so, uh, you know, like I've been saying, any news is good news these days because everything else is bad that you hear. Yeah, it's like, you know, just much. give me give me something good. Give me something to hold on to. And uh, so, you know, l- let's hope that that uh, is the case and uh, uh, we get closer and closer to a vaccine. Yeah. Yep. We just need to get more people married during this, uh, this quarantine <laughs> and, and everything will be fine. We just need all that good news out there. Well, yeah, for the well, uh, for the hometown honeymoon, it'll be fine. But as yeah, they have right. to stay locked up with each other, eh, right. it might be yeah, a different well, story. Right. You got it. You got it. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys take care, and I appreciate everyone, and uh, look forward to talking to you next week. All right. We will get together next Thursday at 930 for Ask Brett the Vet. Don't forget, if you ever have questions, you can get those into me at Roy at RealRootsRadio.com or leave them in the voicemail, and we will make sure and ask Brett the Vet. Look forward to it. Thanks, everyone. Take care. All right. See you, bud. Real music. Real people. Real Roots Radio.